welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today we're speaking with Kofi Barco, who after completing his MBA now works for Indiana University Health as a business associate in strategic financial planning. start off by asking you just to introduce yourself and tell us where you did your MBA. Yes, definitely. So my name is Kofi Barco. I recently graduated from the Kelly School of Business. I currently reside in Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, but I'm originally from uh, Tarquah in Ghana. I've been in the U.S. for the past 11 years. Uh, primarily came here in 2009 for my undergrad, and since then, I've transitioned to the workforce and then transitioned back into uh, the MBA and then now back to the workforce. Can I get you to sort of talk us through your career up to that point? So I think like most people, I showed up uh, fresh faced in college, not really understanding sort of like what career uh, trajectory I wanted to have and what area I wanted to go into. So in college, I actually majored in biology. And my goal at that point was to go into the clinical uh, field and primarily whether uh, it be in more of a a physician role or a clinical lab scientist. As I progressed through my college education, I recognized that there were aspects about the clinical side that I enjoyed and then other aspects that I didn't quite enjoy as much. So as I came to graduation, I was actually reviewing my options. And then just taking a little bit of time to explore sort of like what opportunities were there and some of the other interests that I had. Uh, up to that point, education had always been something that interested me. So I decided to go back to college and get a master's in higher education administration. So that was a, a really exciting like journey for me. Just getting to be able to understand how students develop through the college process and uh, sort of like the different like resources and programs and Uh, curriculums that uh, we invest to be able to see that uh, development happen. Uh, After that, I got a role uh, within the university in academic affairs, where I work primarily with students coming from underrepresented backgrounds uh, and helping them navigate the college process. And that was a, a really exciting work for me. It was very meaningful. And I had um, a lot of enjoyment just being able to participate in that work. Uh, and as I was doing that work, I was able to sit in on uh, budget meetings at the university and just to be able to see at the very highest level how priorities are determined and how uh, funds were distributed to different programs and services. Those meetings really piqued my interest in the business side of the university and also uh, how financial decisions were made. Uh, this interest sort of like spurred on to uh, me considering like the MBA. Uh, and ultimately, that was one of the main reasons why I went back to school to get my MBA. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you mentioned being able to sit in on these meetings and stuff as well, because I think something like a university is such a large and complex organization. It must have been really valuable to learn more about kind of the, the how that operates. Yes, definitely. It it was very eye-opening because uh, it was interesting to be able to tie the work that I was doing to different uh, metrics that sort of uh, 
got reviewed at a higher level. So my office was really, so I worked at a regional university and the regional universities are really uh, a way for students who otherwise would have had difficulty uh, accessing some of the different like resources at like larger universities are able to come into the university and get all the resources and additional help that will help them uh, navigate the college journey. So for me, um, it was interesting to see that for every student or for every percentage that we increase our retention of our students, uh, this is sort of like the financial benefit that we're able to gain from that. And with every amount of money that we uh, invest in support services, this is sort of the return that we get. And I think for me, that really helps sort of like drive home the importance of like finance and being able to look at different uh, issues from like different perspectives. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think that's um, that's really important. We have touched on um, what it was that made you decide to to go and get an MBA. But when you went into the program, what what were your kind of plans for afterwards, or did you have plans for afterwards? I think going to the MBA program, I'd possibly say I was one of the more open. Uh, people in terms of careers. I know a lot of students go into MBAs knowing exactly what they want to do at the end of it. Uh, I think for me, I was looking at the MBA as a way for me to develop my skill set, for me to gain business understanding, at least uh, get really solid fundamental uh, business understanding, uh, to be able to broaden uh, my network, and then also uh, to be able to take that time to really reflect on sort of what impact I wanted to be able to make and what careers could potentially open uh, up to me. So initially, there are a few different careers that I considered. Uh, I considered uh, going into the human capital space. I considered uh, going into consulting. I considered going into finance. But those were sort of like very high level uh, but for me, particularly, I was really focused on the type of tangible skills that I could potentially get out of the MBA program and the potential ways that I could apply those skill sets in uh, a career to be able to drive impact. And sort of like that was my focus going into the MBA program. Yeah, I can understand that. I think I, I was probably in a similar place, actually. I went in with kind of some areas of interest, but no actual concrete plan. And for me, the focus was very much on, yeah, what can I take from the, the programme itself? What skills do you feel are key in, in the industry? Yeah, so I'm currently working uh, as a business associate in strategic financial planning. Uh, and I think there are very uh, specific skill sets. So I think like just first or like more of the technical skill sets that you need to be able to do the work. Uh, and those are mainly sort of like your Excel skills, uh, being able to handle uh, data uh, analysis, uh, being able to work with different people across the organization. But I think there are a few different skill sets that I think are extremely beneficial uh, to be able to really be successful uh, in this space. And I think number one is willingness to learn. Uh, the learning curve for healthcare, I don't know uh, too much about uh, healthcare in the UK, but healthcare in the US is extremely complex. And because of the complexity, uh, you have to be curious, you have to be inquisitive, you have to be really, uh, really willing to learn. 
and be able to learn uh, in a short amount of time to be able to do some of the work uh, that we do. I think secondly, you have to be adaptable, uh, just uh, specifically working on a finance team that builds uh, financial models for uh, all of the different hospitals across our hospital system. Uh, you are constantly getting updates, uh, product, uh, project specs are consistently changing and uh, just there are a lot of just different moving pieces and being adaptable is a very strong uh, capability that you need to be able to have because you can go from uh, building a model a specific way to like the other minute getting information that completely uh, makes you uh, need to sort of like revamp everything that you've done up to that point or even throw out a model and start again. So that is a skill that is extremely beneficial, especially uh, in a healthcare setting. And I think uh, the la one of the last skills I would say is like interpersonal skills, uh, because you are normally thrown into very ambiguous uh, situations and you have to be able to determine the right questions to ask, uh, how to get to the right people to be able to ask uh, those right questions, uh, and then sometimes uh, be able to prod a little bit more to be able to get uh, some of the uh, answers or data or insights that you need to be able to uh, do the work. So uh, on one hand, you have the technical skills who are which are extremely important, but I think uh, some of the more softer skills, if you would uh, put it that way, are just as critical to the work that we do and uh, to help and make sure that the work that we do is successful. How, how did you tell your story to sort of land this role? How did you position your past experience in order to move into this role? A lot of times, or at least whenever I, I was coming into business school, the biggest thing at the top of my mind was getting the business skills, getting the technical skills. But whenever I took a step back, I recognized that the technical skills are almost uh, table stakes. And if you're going to go into a business, like you have to know the data analysis, you have to know the technical skills. But what is extremely critical that people are really looking for are uh, business uh, graduates who are going to come into the organization uh, willing to learn, uh, willing to collaborate across the organization, willing to uh, take charge of situations and lead projects, uh, willing to take feedback, uh, incorporate it, and then grow, uh, willing to challenge uh, the status quo and make sure that how we do things are always the best way to do it and we're not just doing things just because that's how we've done it in the past. So when I was going through my interview process, those were the skills that I was really communicating that uh, because of my prior experience, I have had the opportunity to work with multiple stakeholders. I've worked with uh, professors, I've worked with students, I've worked with parents, I've worked with higher level administrators, I've worked with like technology team to make sure uh, the education technology and stuff that we were using uh, was working well. I've just been able to collaborate all across the organization and even uh, outside vendors. So being able to sort of like communicate those and connect to the leadership experience that I've gained over the course uh, over the course of my career was extremely instrumental in uh, being able to communicate that regardless of like the background that I've had, that I could come in, um, I'm willing to learn, I could get up to speed, and I can make a contribution towards the organization because um, I am willing to do the work, I am willing to 
uh, get to know the organization. I'm willing to challenge uh, where challenge is needed, uh, and I'm willing to help improve uh, in ways that we can, uh, in, when I identify ways that we can get better. So I think uh, being able to craft that story uh, of some of the intangibles that I could potentially bring to the organization was what uh, was key to really developing and honing my story. What, where do you want to go from here? So where, what's, what's the path forward look like for you? So for me, it is not too much about what positions do I want to attain or what sort of like the next steps in the ladder that I want to be able to attain. I think for me, it is more of a learning journey. Uh, and there are specific skill sets that I want to be able to uh, gain. Uh, there are specific experiences that I want to be able to have. Uh, and I think for me, it is a matter of positioning myself to be able to acquire those skills and have those experiences and be able to work on uh, specific projects. So uh, because of my previous background, uh, I've worked in a lot of situations where I've had to tap into different interpersonal skills, uh, managing, leading. And now I'm developing uh, experience working with uh, finances and doing uh, complicated like business analysis. I think the next step for me would also include being able to get some operational uh, skill sets uh, and then also be able to gain uh, some more I would say, um, more focused business analytics. Uh, so basically position myself in a place where I can get all these different experiences that would prepare me for the next opportunities. Because I think for me, I want to be able to be prepared whenever opportunities open up. And the only way that I can be prepared is taking uh, the current opportunities to develop my skill sets and develop my portfolio of different projects that I've worked on. So uh, whenever I look into the future, I see myself uh, taking on unique challenges to get to learn different areas of uh, the organization, uh, taking more opportunities to be able to develop my skill sets uh, in terms of like finance and business analysis, and then also growing uh, my responsibility in terms of handling larger projects and uh, multi uh, sort of like uh, varied type projects. So that is how I see uh, my future and sort of like developing towards uh, future opportunities. That's a really healthy approach, kind of just a, a, like a constant growth mindset. Because because ultimately, if you continue to grow yourself and continue to apply yourself, those the specific, the specific roles will open, but the, but you'll be ready. So that's a really nice, healthy approach to it. Yes, and and I think like for me, uh, there there are like a lot of opportunities, right? Uh, my uh, one of my previous coaches, like in uh, business school, uh, he always says that every year you should go through the process of applying for jobs, not just because like you want to leave or anything, but because you want to see what is out there and how your skill sets like match up to it. So I think for me, that is probably something that is going to be like dear to my heart that every year uh, I want to test myself on the market to see, do I have like the right skill sets? Do I have the right experiences that would enable me to be able to access some of the different opportunities that might sound appealing to me? Not necessarily because like I would like to change careers or move organizations, but to make sure that I am staying competitive within the job markets and I'm networking, I'm building connections uh, towards uh, a future career. That's a great approach. Yeah, I think that's such a good point, because when I started applying for jobs after the MBA, I realized there were some things that 
they weren't particularly difficult skills, but they were just things that I hadn't really, um, I hadn't appreciated that they were that important for the things that I wanted to do afterwards. And I'd never really taken the time to develop them. And it was quite frustrating because it, it did mean that there were certain, you had to work that bit harder to actually show people that you were that you were able to do the job. And I think like for me, that is sort of, so like the current job that I have right now, I have to use uh, SQL and there are times where uh, I have to uh, do a little bit of like VBA. So there are like all these different sort of like skill sets that are not central to the role itself, but being able to be conversant in those skill sets helps the work that you're doing and sort of like helps you be more efficient and effective at it. So uh, finding more of those skill sets and being able to sort of like incorporate all the use of these different tools into my work is extremely valuable to me because uh, whenever you look at uh, financial, so like let's take for instance like a, a senior or like lead financial analyst like position, if you're able to look it up, uh, it has reporting uh, components. So you have to be able to have skills in reporting. Uh, it has uh, uh, components of forecasting. You have to be able to have had some experience or like familiarity with forecasting. Uh, it has components of like financial modeling. Uh, it has components uh, that has to do with like using sort of like specific uh, softwares, whether it be Tableau or Power BI, uh, some uh, components of being conversant with uh, SQL. So these are all of like the different components that I would say make up like a lead financial analyst or something. So as I'm progressing through my career, uh, the question is always, am I getting all of those different skills? And if not, how can I seek them out? Are there any platforms that you could recommend if people want to do it in their own time? Yeah, so uh, I, I've enjoyed so I've enjoyed being able to tap into different like resources to uh, learn and grow my skills. Uh, one of like the top areas that I always go to is uh, Udemy, uh, U-D-E-M-Y.com. And they have a vast uh, amount of like resources and courses. And for a small fee, uh, you can develop like skill sets like in a, a new area. And all of these are taught by practitioners. So they're extremely practical. Uh, I've taken like a few courses on Coursera and edX. Uh, so really being able to tap into some of the open uh, online courses and be able to develop like some of those skill sets. I've done uh, some of like uh, more sort of like formalized uh, programs. I just uh, recently did the Corporate Financial Institute's uh, Financial Modeling and Valuation Analyst Program, and that was extremely beneficial. So uh, there are a lot of different like resources around. So as long as you identify what would be beneficial to learn, uh, you can tap into uh, some of these different areas to be able to build those skills. So what really struck me about Kofi was his passion for learning and his, it didn't seem like he had so much a direct career route and that he wanted to say become CEO of blah, blah, blah company, but more that he wants to get all the skills and be a really well-rounded individual. And I found that really interesting in that, that perspective. I mean, I think a lot of the time we do do that, but it's just having the intention being more on getting all the skills and then finding the job after. Yeah, I think it's really hard going in and going into an MBA program to get that balance between having one eye on your career afterwards and your ambitions, but also not letting that kind of override the fact that you have this amazing opportunity to get as much 
get as many skills as possible in these this year or these two years um and I think yeah Kofi it sounds like he did a really good job of um of managing to balance those things you know it's obviously it wasn't although Kofi was very focused on um taking away practical skills from the MBA he did make sure to mention that it wasn't just technical skills it was also soft skills as well and I think if you come in with a very skill focused um sort of angle it can be easy to think you know to think okay well I know the corporate finance I know the modeling and stuff and to forget those softer skills and I I really like that that Kofi had clearly had both in mind yeah I think he definitely was trying to balance both and that's quite an admirable that's all for today's modern MBA podcast I'm Kristen and I'm Marie If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. You can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, Facebook and LinkedIn under The Modern MBA, and on Twitter at MBA Modern. Until next time, bye! Bye!